smoke medical weed every day. The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Brian Hoppy and Fastest. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Happy hour starts in four, three, two, happy, happy, happy. This is happy hour with Happy and Alessia. What's up, Alessia? I'm dancing, Ryan. Yeah, you are. <laughs> How uh, are just, you? I'm doing great, you know, just vibing, just chilling. I've been in this production room that we recorded. I've been in here for four hours just listening to music. I just went on the Radio Fam podcast, which that'll come out next week. Good vibes. Friday, I went on the Blind Guy Radio podcast. It's weird. Like, I grew up interviewing people. I say grow up in my 20s, and now I'm the one going on podcasts. It's weird. It's a vibe, Alessia. I feel like I made it when people are like, do you want to come on my podcast? I'm like, I'm the one that used to ask the radio people to come on. I'm so proud of you. That's so awesome. I can't wait. And it comes out next week for anyone who wants to see it. We'll make sure to share it on our Hoppy Hour, Hoppy Radio page. (sighs) You motivated me this week to do laundry. Like, Oh, man. My uh, dryer takes four times to dry the clothes. It's very irritating and probably makes my uh, bill what is uh, so high. You know, my uh, electric bill is probably because of my dryer going not really working. Uh, But I saw your post about the laundry and I was like, I need to do it. And I feel so accomplished when I do it. Like, I feel like a a new man. Right. I agree. I feel like a new woman. And I was avoiding it for so long. And I hate that I avoid my laundry. I'm one of those people who like puts it up on the bed and then at night when I need to go sleep in my bed I like move it off the bed and then in the morning when I'm looking for an outfit I put it back on the bed like I definitely need to be better at just getting it done but I'm a slow folder like my neighbor was over and said dang you fold really slow and yeah do you feel like a fast folder do you get it done quick uh mine is kind of a little sloppy when I hang it up and then I'll just iron the shirt later because I'm in a hurry I'm only on this planet for a little time. I don't have time to fold it. I'll just iron it later. I'd, I'm not as classy Wait, as you, so Alessia. Do you hang everything yes. or do you put it in drawers? Both. Okay, right. So what kind of clothing goes in drawers and what gets hung? Uh, shirts go in drawers. Anything that's a button up gets hung. That, okay, so we got a, we got a good system, Ryan. It's, it's good. It's, you a, know, it's a single dude setup. I feel bad because with my kids, all of their clothes has like I, stains. Like I can't get a stain out of anything, Ryan. It doesn't matter what I use. Is it Mateo? Uh, yeah, Mateo and my daughter, like my daughter too. Like I feel so bad. I'm folding their clothes. I'm like this shirt. I'm just gonna donate it. It has a stain instead of being the type of mom. Then that that's like I can get this stain out. I'm like I'm just gonna toss it. It's one of the biggest accomplishments ever when you get it off the shirt. You're like, yes, bye, bitch. What do you use? I don't know. Okay. I'm not saying I've done it very often. Usually but, I just yeah. throw out the shirt, but there's one or two shirts that I fixed over the years. And it was like a LinkedIn accomplishment. Like I put it on my LinkedIn. Like I saved this white t-shirt. I genuinely need to be better at it because I'm not kidding. Like when I shop for clothes, I'm like, oh, can't get this one because I'll stain it and not get the stain out ever. So it'll be like a one and done outfit. So that's not. 
you know. I purposely don't buy white t-shirts. Uh, I, yes. it's just not, I because Okay, we're the same. We really are, even though you're wearing all white. Um, no, this is not white. This is like light cream. Isn't cream white? No. Okay. This is... Mm. You're such a classy woman. I call the shirt white. You're like, it's actually cream colored? <laughs> it's cream. What the hell is going on in your pile? I'll let you pick because it is your segment that I came up with, but well, it's not really original. Uh, what's going on? We got some great news today, Ryan. Starting with, speaking of clothing, how about a clothing dinner party? Uh, clothes, no clothes dinner party. So at this private dinner party in New York City. Yeah. Yes. Hosted by artist and model Charlie Ann Max for $88 and with the submission of an application that's approved by her, you could experience a really great night of art and dining with other fellow naked attendees. Would you or would you no, not do this? It's not my vibe. I don't mind being. Would you not do it because you're you would have a boner? Like I'm just going straight no, to it. That's not even why that. I feel like you're like nah. I'd would... be proud of it that I'd be slinging. <laughs> no, it's more. I just don't like being naked in front of people unless it's like before sex. I don't know. I'm not really like a. I don't know. I'm not a public nude guy. Isn't that the, well, who, there's not many just open, there are nudists, of course, we know, especially in Florida, but I feel like this would stretch someone out of their comfort zone where they would show up being so uncomfortable, but then as the night go goes on and towards the end, you would kind of feel a sense of like, wait, I actually got more out of this experience than I expected to. What, what do you get out of being nude around people? I guess comfortability. Like you show up and you're nervous and you're like, what the F am I doing? Going to like, a, a, why did I pay money and, and apply to go to a nude dinner party? Like what kind of person have I become? And then by the end, you're vibing with everyone. And maybe it's great. Or maybe you're sitting down on the couch and you're worried about like, I don't know, sweating or something. I would only go if it was like sushi, you know? That would be fun. Or if I could go to like Burns or Charlie's wow. and have a fancy meal naked, then I would do Sharp it. Sharp knives near like naked bodies does scare me well, a little that's, bit. That's on that person and they got to get their crap together. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyways, I could I could see that being a major problem, though. <laughs> why don't we host a hoppy hour nude dinner wow. in Tampa Bay? I have changed you. And we can invite 10 of our top listeners to join us. <laughs> topless, top listeners. Topless, top listeners. <laughs> and we'll, we'll host a nude dinner party, maybe at like a really great restaurant in Tampa. We'll see if they'll join us. I don't know what I've done to you. Back in November, you were this sweet little angelic single mama too. And now you're just wild. Now you're like, I want to be nude. I need in front of people. I'm like, Alessia five months ago was not that I girl. I think like in my healing process, because I have just been like going through it the last few months. Like, yeah. I think I'm just like, what is like re-contemplating like what is life about what does it mean to be you know like what do i want to do and oh, i just man. think i give no f's ryan i think i've gotten to the point where i'm like f it f it oh no you're having a crisis i when don't are you know gonna, is that a crisis buy? or is yes. that liberation it's liberation ryan when are you gonna buy the new car when are you gonna buy the new sports car oh my gosh really 
I feel like it's coming there. I feel like that's where you're going. I feel like that's where we are headed. I don't want a sports car. I just want to be, you know what I did today that was so freeing, Ryan? What? I went to a farm and just was in nature and I picked wildflowers at this farm. They It's wildflower season at Hunsader Farm. Okay. So if anyone's interested in going to pick wildflowers and it was so nice just like being in nature or maybe it was the kratom, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was the kratom I took. You drink, know that- drink. You have this weird thing. I f- where, just go off. No, you you get high and then you're like, am I supposed to feel this? <laughs> like you FaceTimed me this week and you're getting your first crate of it and you're like, oh no, the world's going to end or whatever you said to me. I I'm don't like, think I did enough research before, which is weird because like you are my encyclopedia of all things kava kratom especially mm-hmm. because dignitary tea in kava house yes. in tampa and then mitra nine we have great sponsors here at <laughs> hoppy radio tinyurl.com slash hoppy mitra at checkout hoppy. Right. right so like you've been talking about it and then i finally tried it but i was nervous and then i thought i had a great meditation and somehow I don't know. I think it might have been the Kratom, not the great meditation. Anywho, I'm rambling. Let's go. What's next? <sighs> Alessia rambling that never happens. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment's been brought to you by, uh, let's do Mitra 9. When I tell you that they are the best Kava and Kratom around, I am a man of my words. Go to tinyurl.com slash hoppymitra and at checkout, use keyword hoppy to save 20%. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. Live from Tampa Bay. You are tuned in to Happy Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh man, 856-49-HAPPY. That's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Happy Radio, and you can always email me. RyanHoppyRadio at gmail.com. And if you are listening on the iHeartRadio app, use the talkback feature. Alessia, what's going on? All righty, Ryan. Well, Starbucks customers are complaining about embarrassing stomach problems. Now, this does not make sense to me. Apparently, Starbucks has come out with a new drink, an olive oil coffee beverage, which customers are complaining is an actual laxative. This is so dumb, Ryan. Isn't all coffee a laxative? I purposely don't drink until after about 7.30 a.m. Because if I drink around 4.30 and then I'm prepping for Pat and Aaron, then I'm a little sidetracked. I'm not, uh, I love coffee, but I prefer an energy drink because it's just liquid. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Drinking coffee, you need to like have a commitment to where you're going to be at at all times. I drink coffee daily. I love it. I am also an olive oil girl because I'm Italian, Yeah, but an olive oil infused coffee, I just don't know. And I guess people are saying the combination doesn't work because they are running to the bathroom after that. Good for them. 
clear it yeah, out. Yeah, I can't imagine like you get it in a drive-thru and then you're sitting in the uh, traffic on the uh, Howard Franklin. Um, that must suck. That can't be a good vibe. I think I'm a coffee snob because I just read the word Starbucks and I'm like, ugh, Starbucks. And I used to love Starbucks. I used to oh, live it, at uh, Starbucks. What's wrong with it? I just, I don't know. Now I, I, I'm a coffee snob and I'm like, oh my God, who would go to like a corporate, not a corporate, what's it, a chain coffee place, especially Starbucks. Their stuff's probably like not even made great. And like I go only local, like Black Crow Coffee, Pineapple Espresso, All My Jams, Paradeco. I love local coffee. And so I'm I'm a coffee snob. I felt it. I felt it in my body when I said that. So I'm not really big on reading like messages we get because a lot of radio shows... Uh, read messages and then um, they want to make themselves look great because they have a small D. But we got this <laughs> message earlier this week oh, from a, or, um, this is uh, Saturday, April 8th, 2023. And I got this message at 3.04 p.m. today from one of my friends that I see at Dignitary Tea and Cava House. He goes, his name is Jordan. He goes, been in the ICU at Tampa General for two days and will be for a day or two more. But just wanted you to know I've been listening to all your shows. You the effing man, my G. Then I said, thanks, bro. This means a lot. Thank you. And then uh, he, I said, I hope you're doing better. And he said he was having internal bleeding in that. So we are going to send out good vibes to Jordan for checking out the show. Oh, my gosh. Jordan, first of all, thank you so much. I really hope... We brought you joy and we're right there with you in spirit while you're at the hospital. Speedy recovery and all the best to you. Yeah, you want to send out good vibes to people, you know. 100%. I'll get other messages like people saying it's good, but like it's so boring when you read on air. Oh, you're doing a good job. Keep up the good work. Like, oh, wow. Can I tell you something funny that I like loved that had yeah. to do with our show? What's up? So I was shopping at Target trying to put together an Easter basket for you and I'm with my friend delightful. Blake. And he's like, you should get Hoppy um, a bath bomb because he takes baths. And I'm like, how did thought for a second? I'm like, how does he know this? And then I'm like, wait a second, because he listened to the show. We're growing. We're, We're doing growing, good. And people know you like baths. So I do send like the a bath good bath bombs our way. If there's anybody that has a bath bomb company that wants to sponsor, hit me up. Yes. What the hell is also in your pile? Because you got a busy pile over there. You got a lot going on. We do. Well, apparently Stormy Daniels, Stormy Daniels, I oh, felt yeah. like I had to say her name twice, was what? tearful again about Trump and everything that went down with them in um, their sex scandal, which I just learned about. I guess I'm very behind. On You're this. like five years behind. I'm five years behind. <laughs> Yeah. Here's the most impressive part is that you knew who she was. So that means Alessia's wild. Rawr. Um, Stormy Daniels does clap back saying that she. And she also has to clap. <laughs> <laughs> she said that she has had sex with way hotter celebrities than former President Trump. As a porn star reveals, she feels bad for Melania and says that Melania's silence speaks volumes. All right. If this, is this old news, new news? No, this is new because Trump got indicted. He got in trouble um, this week. I don't know much about it because I haven't voted in 11 years since Obama, and I don't care. But uh, I'm not going to side or defend or talk about Trump because not enough people are talking about this. 
dirty, rotten, imbecile, this homewrecker. She implies that she's had sex with better looking people that were famous, so they were probably married. So she's one of those sleazebags that goes for married people. And here's some of the audio. If I was just trying to get attention, I've had sex with some way hotter people that are famous. I would have told one of those stories. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a kiss and tell. As a matter of fact, I took the money because I didn't want anybody to know. Um, but there is that thing. Like, if, if there was a c- transaction that was arranged and that's what I went there for, then why was I paid over a decade later? <sighs> Weird. Why was she paid over a decade later? Is she implying uh, that it didn't happen happen a decade ago? Dude, I feel like it's 2018 again. Uh, it just kind of came out. I remember it was like April or May 2018, and it just people were talking about it. And Melania stayed with him. Like this is what I. It, I, I some people just don't care that they get cheated on. The yeah. end. That's it. That's the moral. No, yeah. wo- no wondering. She's, you know, like she and just doesn't care. This is how much of a home wrecking loser she is, and I'm not. When I call her a home-wrecking loser... But you're loser, talking about Stormy Daniels right yes, now. Yes. When I'm... Melania might have been too. Who knows? But here's the thing. With her, the girl that Trump slept with, the imbecile in porn that I don't even want to say her name because I'm sick of hearing about it and her films are awful, when I tell you that she needs to get some of the blame as well, because obviously Trump's a scumbag for cheating on his wife, but like you expect it from him, so it's not even that surprising. But the way that she uh, went out and about and said this shows how much of a sociopathic loser she is. I mean, anything I say is gonna be speculation, so I hesitate, I'm not, you know, I would assume that she doesn't need me or anyone else to speak for her. Perhaps her not speaking is her speaking. There's a, you know, silence, speaks volumes, if you will, but um, if she's in sort of a situation that is how it appears, then then yeah, I, I you know, I feel bad for her. She's Home a mother. Her, I would assume that just like me as a mother, her main priority is her child. Um, the other side of that, we all have to remember. Oh, your mother of the year, honey. Uh, whatever. Uh, here's the thing, though. Here's what I want to know. is I wonder what it'd be like to have your mom be in porn. It's got to be weird. That's got to be weird. The fact that she just said, oh, Melania and I, like, both have children. Like, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I I know friends that have been strippers. I know friends that are strippers now. I That's wouldn't say friends. More like people I've known, not like close friends. But That's different. Is it different? Oh, it's totally different because you're- then, is OnlyFans, how would you, where would you score that on, like, our scale? The, it depends on what you're doing. And I don't even judge anybody that does porn. It's just got to be weird for the kids. It's got to be so weird. I just think in general it's weird. Like, I, no, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know what? It's great. People, everybody, here's the thing. Family is going to be, like, not searching because they know you're on there, but, like, lots of people use porn, right? Mm -hmm. Our relatives use porn people. Yes. And if you are doing that kind of stuff like they're searching and it's free game if your stuff pops up i just find that aspect very weird i talked about it at the end of our podcast two three weeks ago but there was a girl that worked in promotions at my old radio job that did naughty only fans i mean it was pretty much every single position and it was in different videos like a two-minute clip here a two-minute clip here a two-minute clip here and it was so weird because you're like oh my god i used to be i used to be in a van with her i kind of in a way, like admire people that are so comfortable with themselves, they can take it to that point. I am not one of those people 
to put myself out there that way in in the public eye. But I do have this kind of like intrigue that I feel when I see like a, a sexy woman that posts something. I'm like, I, I'm to each his own. I don't judge the person yeah. at all. But I'm just like, dang, like they must feel, you know, it's it, they're on a, whatever reason they're doing it for. It's cool that they're on a level they they feel like they can do that, I guess. Here's the thing is uh, OnlyFans porn is more endearing because you feel like the girl is obtainable. But when you're watching like the girl that Trump hooked up with and all these girls, it's like a big production and it feels like you're watching a movie. I cannot believe. I don't think, no, I definitely couldn't just like sleep with it. Like, could you imagine? I don't care how much money. If Trump was like, I will pay you. Mm -hmm. I will pay you millions of dollars to sleep with me i could i could not do it yeah he's not very attractive and i don't imagine he's a great lay i imagine he probably gets soft i feel like he's so commanding during the day that he thinks about himself so much or something that he just is not at attention i feel like he's got a few problems with that he doesn't seem like a very generous lover i don't look at donald trump and go oh yeah he makes the ladies feel so good about themselves you're very in tuned ryan yeah, it comes from, uh, you know, what's the term? I'm trying to think Experience. of what it's called. Experience. The other word would be uh, being a slut. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Damn, Missy Mari got Oh, yeah, this has been brought to you by Rich Keeley, who gave me my haircut on Friday. Oh, I feel like a new man. Go it, to Rich. it looks really good, Ryan. Thank you. Actually, I saw it in your photo today. And did he do something to your eyebrow? He knew you were going to notice I that. I love it. I got it waxed and I got it trimmed a little bit. Oh my God, it looks so good. I Thanks, saw your babe. I saw your post. Thank you, Rich. You cleaned him up good. You cleaned, up, did, you cleaned our boy up good. And he also cleaned up my uh, facial hair. He cut it a little bit. He trimmed it. It wasn't as like scraggly or you whatever the word would be. like a new man. Thanks. Yeah. Go to richkbarber.com. He is over at Salon Loft on Kennedy Boulevard. When I tell you... And he is the best around. You are going to get hooked up, but you can't just show up. You got to sign up ahead of time. Go to richkbarber.com. Wait, Ryan. What's up? <laughs> Did it hurt when he waxed your eyebrows? I'm just wondering. No, how, I how put you on uh, J. Cole in it. Uh, I, I said to him, can I put on a song <laughs> while uh, you do that? And I put on J. Cole. Imagine and getting your whole vagina waxed. I mean, you don't have one, but like imagine it. It hurts. Do you know from experience? Yes. Happy hour. Happy hour. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Please don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Remember Todd Chrisley? Oh my gosh. Here we go. His daughter went on the Southern Tea Podcast. Oh, I love that. And she talks about uh, how her father's doing because we're so worried. My last visit with my dad, I couldn't stop telling him how great that he looked. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks very, very good. Um, I told him, I said, even your hair looks better a little <laughs> bit longer. And a little- he, prob- he probably lost some weight. Because I imagine he was having four-course dinners, and now he's eating, like, bologna. You feel that? Wow. 
Oh, poor Todd Chrisley. I don't get the famous people that do tax evasion. I'm like, you know you're going to get caught. Like, nobody ever beats the IRS. I love how she's like, he looks so good. Like, dude, he's in prison. Like, how good can you, I'm sorry, how good can you look in that stressful environment eating crap, garbage, and barely seeing the light of day? Like, really, honey? And not just that, but the fact that... uh, he didn't go to a spa. Yeah, well, he's at one of the nicer ones, I believe. But the other thing that you got to think about is the fact that he's not getting out for like a decade and a half, so he's probably in denial. I feel like 2025, 2026, Todd Chrisley is not going to be as like uh, charming. A little bit grayer. <laughs> we have the struggles that everyone else has, and we work through them as a family. New details about Todd Chrisley's new reality behind bars. You want to be strong and tell them that everything's going to be fine, even though you're questioning if everything's going to be fine. What, did you never grow up? Lindsay Chrisley goes there on her Southern Tea podcast. What we will not do is we will not break. Nearly three months after her parents surrendered to prison following their convictions for bank fraud and tax evasion. My parents were were welcomed with open arms, mm-hmm. and I I feel so blessed with that because I have heard of, you know, other people reporting and, and that not being the case. I will say it's really weird seeing him with. All right. I can't listen to that dumb Southern voice. I feel like she's turning it on a little bit. I feel like she doesn't even sound that Southern. I feel like some, sometimes Southern people feel like they have to talk like that. You know, I wanted to like whip out my accent right now, but then I was like, I don't want to offend any of our listeners who are Southern or have Southern speaking families because we are in the South Ryan, although Florida is a breed of its own. Florida is very bizarre. I don't even consider Florida to be the South. 856-49-HOPPY. It's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Uh, Alessia. You know what we should do? What's going on? You know how like Ellen DeGeneres before her show would kind of like push herself up oh. by the arms on her chair? We should do that before we start every show. I thought when you said Ellen DeGeneres and you said before her show and you said the word, you know how she would. I was finishing the sentence before you said it. And my version was, you know how she would treat everybody on her team like crap and make them cry? So I, when you brought up Ellen DeGeneres, I was like, no, don't hurt me, Alessia. Really? No. I don't you think didn't she, know that? I don't think she did. Did you did not that. read the news until yes, you did Hobby Hour? But I think she's great. I oh, love she, Ellen. she's an angel. No, I said we should push ourselves up on our chairs and like then we should sit down. Whatever Ellen did, mm. besides being attracted to women, we have that in common. Uh whatever she did, I want to do the opposite. You're I, funny. I that's why I do this show here. By the way, I cannot wait for the RadioFam.com podcast to come out this Thursday. That would be uh, April 13th. I thought it was October for some reason. Should I I double check that? Yes. No, I'm looking at the calendar. But you should double check anyway because maybe it's May. You know, I never know what's going on here. It's going to be May. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was dumb. No, it wasn't dumb. (laughs) I just know that in a few weeks... All the middle-aged radio DJs. I I know what they're going to be putting on May 1st. Kourtney Kardashian is sharing some Sin City memories. The eldest Kardashian sister is enjoying her first anniversary with her husband, Travis Barker. One year after the two said I do in a Las Vegas ceremony, 
The reality star is looking back at their wedding day, which she called one of the best nights of our lives. Yeah. I wonder what that night was actually like, what the camera showed Alessia yeah. and what the night was actually like. I could walk you through it, Ryan. All right. Please, Alessia, the the queen of everything in this world, tell me. They were vibing. They went to an award show, had some drinks, felt some type of way. They're yeah. making out, young and in love. <laughs> Them making out in public? <laughs> They've never done that before. And then they're like, let's just fucking do it, babe. Sorry, I cursed. <gasps> Let's just do it. Let's just go get married, Trav. (laughs) It was pretty accurate. And then they went, and that's how it happened. Then she threw up in the backseat of their car. I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that being a thing where all of a sudden you go, why does it smell like nachos? And then you look back best nights of our lives. Court shares a series of photos from the wild night, including pics of their car ride ceremony, and of course, plenty of Kravis PDA. I've always thought, I said this before I had a co-host, I'll tell you this joke. Kravis sounds like an STD. That's, it's like crabs. No, and Kravis, it doesn't even make sense. It's (laughs) just her first initial and then the rest of his name. It should be Travney. No. One year ago today, an Elvis impersonator married me and Travis Barker after the Grammys. And I don't know. I'm not a big Elvis anything. I don't get the appeal. I was before our time. Do you get Elvis? Or you, I had your mic off for some reason. Are you a big Elvis fan? I feel no, I'm not a big Elvis fan. I mean, he has some bops, but um, I think it was just before our time. I remember being a kid and my parents took me to Graceland, though. Oh, God. And, uh, I've heard it's pretty ghetto. Also, random fact about Elvis and Wikiwachi, Florida. If oh, no. you are someone in Florida and you're aware of Wikiwachi, it's one of our natural springs. They have a mermaid show, a famous... Nicest water I've ever been in. <laughs> they have a famous mermaid show. And before you could really do much around Florida, besides going to the Mickey Mouse, yeah, besides going to the mouse... Um, yeah, so Elvis went to Wikiwachi and performed. That's where I was going with that story. Uh, back when I worked at my old radio job on the big morning show in Tampa Bay, he had a live comedy show at a theater in, uh, Lakeland and Elvis performed there. And there was definitely a swagger to the theater. I forget the name of it. It's in downtown Lakeland. Now, Wiki, you know, Wikiwachi has the Wikiwachi mermaids and I know one of the first Wikiwachi mermaids and she's in her nineties now. Oh my God. And she looks incredible. Is she hot? She was a wiki-watchy mermaid, dude. I can hook you up. One time I met a girl who was a girlfriend of somebody I worked in radio with, and she didn't make it as a wiki-watchy mermaid, and she would always let you know, because it was on a fishing radio show. She was the girlfriend of the host, and she was like, oh, my God, it was almost a wiki-watchy. I was on, like, the second round, and I just didn't make it. And you're like, cool. I don't think I could do it. They do a whole show under the water. I'm scared of water. I would be like, bloop, 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 bloop. Why did you play audio from last night? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm being <laughs> naughty. I Alessia's even, dad. Would, don't what, even get mad. What would that be? What would that be the sound of? <laughs> Whatever you want it to be. Blop, 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 blop. Yes, you're proving my point. You're making me know what's going on. Uh, Kelly Ripa slept under a desk when she moved to NYC as a teen. When I moved to New York City 34 years ago, I had no plan. I had almost no money, 
and no industry connections, no friend group, nothing. Yeah, you couldn't do that now in New in uh, New York City. You couldn't just move there with not anything less than ninety thousand. Even then, you'll have nine thousand by the end of the year. You feel that, Alessia? I have no appeal to New York City. I haven't been Good there in seven her. years. It panned out. It I mean, really did. Life panned out for her. Life panned out for her, but the amount of friendships she has because everybody leaves her show because she's awful to be around. Oh. I'd rather be me. Kelly Ripa is opening up about the hurdles she faced getting her start in New York City. The, the hurdles maybe happen because you're not nice to people, so it took a minute. The Live with Kelly and Ryan co-host was honored at Variety's Power of Women New York event on Tuesday for her three decades of work with Win NYC, an organization that helps homeless women and children find shelter and supportive housing. She seems like such a prima donna. She just seems like, oh, God. Let me guess. So I've been doing this show with you for five months, about Yay. 150 days, about 25 shows. Let me guess. You think she's great. Kelly Ripa. Um, there's something about her. She's married to this like Spanish looking. Mark Consuelos. Mark Consuelos. I'm heterosexual as hell and I find that man pretty. He, he is hot. Um, but I don't know. She seems cool. Yeah, she seems cool. I don't have, I'm indifferent. I do uh, have uh, a couple more things in my pile. Yeah, I'm sick of hearing about her. What do you have in your pile? All right. Well, it wasn't in my pile, but I'm bringing it up because I sent it to you on Instagram. Mm. Can I do that? Sure. All righty. So a YouTuber who, who visits the most dangerous places on earth can't yes. talk today. Oh, wow. So he visits the most dangerous places on earth for fun was just captured by the Taliban. <laughs> yeah. Jokes aside. Although we love the attention, Miles Rootledge, a 23-year-old British YouTuber, was reportedly captured by the Taliban in January. He has not been returned. I'll tell you right now, I'm not the biggest fan of America at times, but I'm good and like just being in St. Pete until I die. I'm not really trying to go to the Middle East. I'm not like phobic against the Middle East, but I have no intention to ever want to leave and go there. I think this is interesting, though, because his whole concept is going to the most dangerous places on Earth. Like, Seems like it was totally worth it. I mean... <laughs> That's a thrill, and like it is a kind of good idea for views. But is are the views worth risking your life? His mother, no. His mother says, "I am just desperate to know that he is safe." I mean, whew, that that's some serious stuff. I'll be honest, um, mother of the uh, annoying TikToker. He's probably not. He got captured by the Taliban. He didn't get captured by Sons of Anarchy or some biker gang in Sacramento, California. This is a little different. It's kind of a big deal. Someone should have told him, yeah, this isn't really worth it. Wow. Wow. I'm just shocked. What are you shocked about? The fact that... I mean, that's a pretty ballsy person to be like, I'm just going to like go to like the most dangerous places. And then he gets captured by the Taliban. Like, what was his last video? We need to go look it up and figure out what it was all about. I'm over here making fun of him for getting captured, but I used to drive around the bad parts of Chicago with my friends. So am I any different? Mm. Am I? You like to live life on the edge. And let's be honest, Chicago can be a war zone. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Alessia has something that connects to Chicago, and we'll do that in a second. 
But this following segment's been brought to you by Amir Academy of Martial Arts at amiracademy.com. When I tell you that he is the best MMA trainer, women's self-defense, kids trainer, anything you want. He's got boxing bags at amiracademy.com in St. Pete. This has also been brought to you by fitsagefitness.net. Devin Prasad is the best trainer in all of the Bay Area. Up next on Hoppy Hour, we're going to find out what's going on with uh, Michael Jordan. And no, it's not that he's a bad NBA owner. Hoppy Hour. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. He never holds back, and he speaks his mind. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in, too. What's going on with MJ? And I'm not talking about Todd Schnitt or Michael Jackson. Couple things, Ryan, regarding Chicago. Michael Jordan's Chicago mansion has been broken into by a teenager... He hasn't lived in the mansion reportedly since 2012, but is actively trying to sell it. And nobody wants to buy it. It's so expensive. Although it's in Alessia's uh, pocketbook. If you want to live in Illinois, just bring out the checkbook. Oh, Alessia sure. Calandra, $15 million. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to write it right now. <laughs> it's going to be our new podcast zone, like our new podcast studio. Also from Chicago, the Chicago Cubs, Cubs become the first MLB team to officially partner with a CBD company. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you right now, we have this new segment, a happy hour. It's totally not self-serving. It's called Weed News, and we talk about everything going on in the world of marijuana, Alessia. We talk about everything that's happening in the world of the growing plant. So tell me about the first headline in Weed News. It's very. Oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. I didn't even let you get your Weed News. Oh, yeah introduction but yeah so the cubs partnered with cbd sparkling beverage company mind drinks and the team announced it on friday that they would work very closely and uh mind drinks is one of their official sponsors that's pretty interesting considering one of our last uh shows ryan we were talking about how the nba is not going to start is going to stop drug testing for marijuana and now here we are not even a week later an MLB team, Chicago Cubs, is partnering with a CBD drink company. Ooh, also, the UFC announced that they would no longer be punishing fighters over positive marijuana tests. They should have totally let them smoke it since the beginning this because you're... Been, this is becoming a thing, but I don't know. You're, you're literally getting your... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I have to get this out. I you're like literally it. getting your head pounded in. Let them smoke a joint. Yeah, touche, touche. But then what's next? Like, you and I were just having a conversation before the show about kava and kratom. It was mm. my first time trying it this past week. And I enjoyed it. I should have done more research, even though I hear about it on this show every time. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan has talked to me so much about it. I still should have done my research. It was a great experience. I really enjoyed my Kratom tea. I think it's called a tea. Mm. My 
Kratom beverage. Well, what's wrong? Well, is that the next thing? Now it's like, okay, that's allowed. Well, it's a, it changes your, your physical and mental state. So like, are you allowed to have an, something that's going to alter you to, to perform at your job to especially playing a sport? Like how far is it going to go? Then it's going to be something else and then something else and then something else. And finally you're going to have these like super crazy. Can we have anything fun, please? Wasn't what's that girl's name just kept in Russia for having a little bit of weed? Now all of a sudden we're like saying it's okay for players to do this. Um, Is it going to be a worldwide thing? Oh, back in America, we're allowed to smoke joints before we go out on the court. And then they're at the Olympics, Team USA, and they're getting arrested for bringing out their, I don't know. It just, there's a lot of gray area here. You have this weird thing where whenever there's something really beautiful, you find a way to make it bad. I Is it a beautiful thing? Should I change my perspective? Yeah, it's uh, it helps you. It it helps people get sober. You can literally have too much of anything because when you go online and you look up articles about kava and kratom, addictive. It's addictive, Ryan. I'm telling you right now, though, all these articles about overdoses and people that died from it, they were taking it with medicine that should not have been taken. You go to like WebMD and you see like overdose and that's, it's a mindset. It's a beautiful plant. Hmm. I, I, I think that God put the plant on the earth as a sub, you know, to, to be like a pain reliever for people, a natural pain reliever. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it was a beautiful thing, but I think it can become misused and addictive. Oh yeah. But I also think it also needs to be legitimately viewed as something like going to a psychiatrist and getting pills. Well, here it is right in our pile. Twitter stops suggesting people who search for marijuana may need drug treatment. You know how people, uh, you know, social media kind of tar target ads you. I yep. guess if people are, you know following marijuana accounts or I love those. hashtagging, you know, if the algorithm thinks you're into marijuana, yeah. apparently they start showing you ads like, Hey, you might need a drug treatment. So they're, they're feeling Twitter's feeling it too, Ryan. This is the same thing in our <sighs> pile printed by you. Yes. Do you see the uh, article about Liz Khalifa? Yes. Tell I me that in weed news. Here in Weed News, Wiz Khalifa urges people to smoke marijuana at Pennsylvania governor's inauguration party, even though it's not legal there. Live it up. Why is Wiz Khalifa at the Pennsylvania governor's inauguration party? <laughs> I'm confused. That sounds fun, though. Maybe, I they, maybe they sell to each other. I need to go to that Wiz Khalifa uh, high school reunion tour, which made me feel old. Cause I was I was literally in high school and young, wild, and free came out. So what we get drunk? So what we smoke weed? We just have so fun. So we get drunk. I will say, since my family is from Toronto, like go, growing up as a kid, mm -hmm. not not that my family is like big into pot or anything, but it was different up there, right? Like it wasn't, you know, illegal like it was here growing up, and so. I don't know how I feel about it. I think I like being myself and I think any type of, you know, um, influence is not me being my, my whole right. self. 
that's you, Alessia. Okay. Okay. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not like, judging you, Ryan. I love and accept who who you are and whatever you do. I feel like you think I'm targeting you, and I'm not. Okay. No, you're not one of the targeting ads. I'm not a targeting ad, Ryan. You know what I'm saying? I know it. I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, I'm glad. You know, I've decided oh, this is Christ. what we're gonna do. What? I'm just gonna keep blabbing because I've had some kratom before the show, and now you're gonna regret ever introducing it to me. So, <laughs> here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna throw a dinner party here in Tampa Bay where we sip kratom mm. or that bula. We're gonna bula. Yeah, bula. Yeah, and we're gonna be naked because we're doing a naked dinner party like this model in NYC did. And we're going to have fun. Smoke weed every day. Hell yeah. It's the way to live life. Right? Maybe it's just me and the millions of people that do it. I don't like when people, at least you are cool with like, it's not for me every day, but it's cool. I hate when people go, oh, I don't need it. So you're just a big Nick. You're just a pothead. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. To each his own. Yes, you don't know what the other person's feeling. You do you, boo. Boo? I've been doing that since day one. You do you, boo. That's what I've been doing. Someone someone called me boo today, and I really liked it. What are they, Usher in 2004? My boo! My boo! That's the closest we'll get to playing it. All right, enough. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy Hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment has been brought to you by DZBZ Honey. When I tell you that they are the best CBD Delta 8 honey around, I am a man of my words. Drew Reinhardt is the owner of the company along with his wife. And they do a kick-ass job. You can get a dignitary tea and kava house. And if you go to dzbzhoney.com and use keyword hoppy at checkout, you can save 20%. Hoppy hour. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Happy hour. Ah, man. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what to do. Where's my life going? Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Alrighty, Alessia. Yes. What else is over there? If are there's anything kidding? left in your pile. Are you kidding? I even added to the pile. We have oh, you gone- did? You got a really messy pile over there. No, it's in- completely in order. Okay. Um, And everything has been talked about. I'm still interested in this naked dinner party. I want to talk more about it, but I think it's... Okay, I think so... we've already uh, exhausted uh, the topic. Uh, I, no, 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 but let's, let's go back a second. Like, uh... What would you want your experience at the naked about, dinner party going to be like? I was just about to say, what do you, what would you wear? But it's a naked <laughs> dinner party. <laughs> I almost said, like, what would you wear? Um, my experience. Um, okay, well, the naked dinner party also put in the pile that apparently they do themes. So they did a theme solely women on their periods. 
and they were wrapped in silk flowers and basically sat down and had discussions about their period. So is this dinner party like mixed gender or is it like all women, all men? Whatever you identify as, show up nude. Okay, but I'm just saying like I think I would be more comfortable around like women. I think if it was like men and women, I'd, I, I don't know if I could handle like if a man like stood in a attention you would definitely need to go with a bunch of female friends that are gonna like protect you alessia must be protected at all costs i mean i'm not looking for protection but i just don't think i would know how to like interact with it like i'd be like all right we're all friends here like we're all new guests but trust me nobody would be looking you in the eyes okay (laughs) i'm really interested in this whole concept i think it's very very out there you're so naughty yolo you are so naughty i didn't know you had this in you i'm not looking at it in a naughty way i'm looking at it genuinely as an experience like what an out there experience to go to a naked dinner party would you be jealous if you went with a date like hey hey you want to come to this like naked dinner party with me and they're like oh my god yeah that sounds like so crazy and like so wild like let's go and then you go and like there's other hot chicks or other hot dudes there and like if they're checking out the other hot chicks like do you feel some type of way or is you obviously have to be comfortable yeah you you gotta be real comfortable to go to that maybe people are into it i don't know anyways can we play a game no i have an idea all right i was thinking about like One time an old man told me Mm. that one of the craziest things that ever happened in his life was when TV went from black and white to color. So us millennials have seen everything go from dial-up internet to Facebook and MySpace to TikTok now. For me, the biggest thing that ever was revolutionary was Netflix. To me, it was that in the HDMI cord in 2014, 2015 with the Roku where you could get Hulu and Amazon Prime because I didn't have TV growing up really. So that was when I was like, oh my God, I can watch what I want. Throughout your lifetime, Alessia, what is the one thing that you've seen technological wise or within the human race that has just been mind blowing? First of all, Ryan, I want to start by saying that everything is an idea off of an idea. Like yeah. Redbox came before Netflix. Someone was at Redbox and thought, why don't I just have all these options in one thing at home and da-da-da, Netflix was born. Okay. Yes. I will say I follow this account on Instagram. I can't remember the name, like mm-hmm. always, but it's a car account and it's like futuristic cars around the world that are being built. And this female host goes around and shows you these really incredible vehicles. I think like aesthetically, like the, that's really beautiful to see, like how technology is changing in that sense. Um, what has like absolutely blown my mind, honestly, like those hoverboards that came out like years ago, like when that first came out, I was like, could you imagine being a kid and you're not on your razor scooter? You're like riding one of these, like, what are those boards called, Ryan, that you like hoverboards? Is that what they're called? Hoverboards. Yeah. Like, I just think those are so wild. I hated my scooter. I despised my scooter. It was annoying. I liked my scooter, but I like fell off and scraped my knees so bad. I had like the biggest scab and now I have a scar still. And so like, I always think about that when I think about my scooter. How old were you when it happened? I think I was like 10. 
Isn't it the worst? I was down a block from my house and I was crying. And I think one of the neighbors told my parents or something. Yeah. You feel very alone. You're like, ow, I'm, I'm in pain. <laughs> I'm in pain. Help. Oh, that was a hard scab to heal. It kept busting open. That was that was uh, gross. Anywho, technology is cool. And I actually, one of my clients, the Innovation Foundation, they're a nonprofit and their focus is to bring like technology into classrooms here in Pinellas County and then across the nation and eventually the world. But they want to give children more of a hands-on science and technology experience. So it's really cool. So last week I was actually in some Pinellas County um, middle schools kind of classroom observing. Uh, and I would never send my child to a public school year. It's so sad. But what the Innovation Foundation is doing is absolutely incredible. They're equipping these classrooms with like drones and 3D printers and all these materials to have a more hands-on innovative experience for these students. So I think it's a cool thing. Who knows what's what's going to come I next. didn't know your kids were in a private school. My child goes to a magnet school, but remember Ooh, what does that mean? Well, it's like a step up. I wouldn't even call it a step above. It's it's like you have to apply. It's basically a glorified public school and I don't know. It's like has special specialized. It specializes in something. It's a great school. I know I bust your balls about being bougie, but I can't imagine Florida public schools being very good. Oh my gosh, Ryan. I kind of was like, how can anyone get an education here? Yeah. And then I just think in general, like American students and the American mindset just doesn't value education or like really take it seriously. I think obviously some students do, but culturally we're like, I'm going to be the next YouTube star. And like it shows when you walk into a classroom that no one's engaged. And that's why, you know, the Innovation Foundation wants to create these like hands-on experiences because everything is like lectures and, and worksheets. And who can learn that way? It's just not the way curriculum and school should be designed for like really leading and molding minds and not just us molding minds but if we want kids to be innovative and creative and 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 you know really come up with amazing things we can't just say like here here's what life is about and here's a test and here's what we're learning and you have to just know all this information we want them to be able to create and think and problem solve for themselves all right there's my spiel all right, let's hear about TikTok. As Congress thinks about a ban on TikTok, states are taking matters into their own hands, drafting legislation. USF did. Did you hear about that? You, if you have USF Wi-Fi or I think UCF as well, but definitely USF Wi-Fi, if you're on campus, you, you cannot go on TikTok. What? USF banned TikTok. No, it didn't. Why? Why? I thought TikTok was so fun. I'm so confused by this. Uh, they're taking all our information and running the world. As Congress thinks about a ban on TikTok, states are taking matters into their own hands, drafting legislation to regulate social media access. And last week, Utah became the first state to pass a law limiting access to social media for kids under 18. Utah State Senator Michael McKell was one of the legislators behind this. He joins us now from Salt Lake City. So I just want you to break this down for us. How will these restrictions actually work? I think that's a great question of first and foremost, what, what we worry about is involving parents. So the first thing this legislation does is it, it requires parental consent for a child to jump on a social media site. I think that's important. Um, two other really important things, we, we ban data collection of our kids and we ban 
targeted advertisement, but more than Okay, but all of the uh, information you got about the kids, can we have it back and you get it rid of it from your uh, hard drive? You took the information for the past two to four years that all the apps have been around. Oh, but now that you got caught, now you're not going to collect the information. Shut the fuck up. Whoa, Ryan. No, if you're going to act like, oh, we're doing such a good deed by not collecting the info anymore, erase everything. Because we know that TikTok's connected to China and it's bad. Oh no! But but now we're not doing it. Shut up. It's like somebody that cheats on their wife. But I'm not doing it anymore. Anything else, we want parents to be involved in the process with their kids with social media. So we want parents to consent before their kids jump on a social media site. Senator, the law has passed. All right, I don't care anymore. That also reminds me of going into those middle schools. Like I had a moment where I stood there and I was like, oh my gosh, I could not be a middle schooler right now. I could not go back to middle school. I don't Just want to. Just with the dynamic of how it how it feels there with like the climate of the United States and school shootings and then social media like push, you know, push school shootings aside for a second. Mm-hmm. Think about social media and how it would be at that age with what the world and influencers are like right now and then just like being in middle school in general and like how hard and 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 terrible middle school was for me already like i legit could not be a middle schooler right now like middle school sucked life is weird for those kids right now dude yeah it is i just if i never go to middle school again i'm good what was it? What were you like in middle school? I know I was, you wanted I was to be awful. called Rhino. We I I, I asked out every cheerleader, got denied by every cheerleader. You're, you're you have you go for it, and I really I like that about Thanks. you. Thanks. It, it was very delightful. You don't take no for an answer. Can't stop, won't stop. Poppy. I take I take no for an answer when the girl says they don't want to have sex. I go, okay, you're missing out. Goodbye. Driving home now. But uh, besides that, yeah, everything else, I don't take no for an answer. I mean, how else would I have gone this far in radio, Alessia? Right. How else would I have made it this far? <laughs> All right. Can you believe we've been doing this for 58 minutes? That we've been doing it for 58 minutes? Can you believe it? I love it. What do you got for the last two minutes? What do you want to plug? Um, You know what I would like to do, Ryan? What? A little game called How Many Peeps Can Ryan Hoppy Fit in His Mouth? I'm so serious about this. Okay. You have to say a sentence... And you have to see if you could keep stuffing peeps in your mouth. I'm going to count them down for you, okay? And I'm going to have you film this. Okay, I'm going to come around. Yeah, you are. 856-4900. It's 856-494-6773. What do you want the sentence to be? Um, Happy hour. Happy hour. I'm going to do quick plugs of how you can listen to happy hour. Yes, I love it. Okay, how many? One at a time, Ryan. Whoa, go. Zoom. If you're listening, <laughs> wait, you have to stuff the whole thing in your mouth, in your cheek. Let me just finish these. These, these are delicious. Go to ryanhoppyradio.com. You know, how do you want to do this? Okay, stuff them in your mouth one at a time. One, two, three. That was like three and a half. Four. Come on. Five. Keep going. You have room in there. Stuff it in there. <laughs> I guess I'll close out the show today. <laughs> Since Ryan has a mouthful of peeps. Ryan, say happy hour. Dude. 
He has like seven or eight peeps in Dude, his mouth right now. Let me tell you right now. Are they good? They're delicious. But now I know what it's like. <sighs> now I know what oral sex is like. That's that's a lot. That was a lot. I, I mean, usually I'm the one that experiences it. Yeah. But man, like big ups to everybody that does that for their partner because that was a lot. Happy hour. Happy hour.